0: Anyone listening to the Irish NFL Show has been waiting with bated breath for news of Ireland's James DeCourt making an NFL roster, but James had to start his kicking career somewhere, and in Dublin this weekend, there's an event that could help you on a similar path. Friend of the show, Tyg Leader, has a camp in Dublin this weekend focusing on getting more Irish talent stateside, and he joins me now to talk about it. We're going to get into the camp in a little minute, Tyg, but just to demonstrate the power of kicking, especially in Ireland, you've gone abroad with this. Obviously, we know your story, your the rugby player turned kicking king of Ireland. But as recently as last month, you were in Madrid with the Irish offense. How was that experience?
1: That was great, Crack. Um, that was great. I re- really enjoyed that. Uh, my experience in American football had just been in America and Canada uh, and a, a bit of the European stuff. And all of that was, you know, pretty professional. Professionally professional. So with that comes... You know, a lot more pressure and kind of like how guys interact and culturally was very different. Um, so playing with the Irish lads was was just a lot of fun because obviously you know, no one was getting paid and cost a lot of money actually to play. But uh, it was good craft. They just sound bunch of lads. Everyone, as I said, was just there purely for the kind of passionate about it, passionate about representing Ireland. And uh, like the most fun I've ever had playing the sport and again it was just down to the people and just the environment the coaches created and you know we're definitely big underdogs going over to, to play against Spain uh, but just the, all the training in the month leading up there in Sport Ireland just serious commitment from the guys and yeah for me just kept coming back to it. lads were mad keen to learn um, but then just having having fun doing it you know makes made the experience really really worthwhile for me so I um, can't speak highly enough of that.
0: And to refresh people that might know your story like you're only what three years into this and has brought you quite a ways around the world you could say do you want to tell us a bit more about that just to tee up what we're going to be talking about and kind of what guys can get from this.
1: Yeah Um I made the the switch from so being involved in professional rugby in Ireland came through in Connacht and then went over to play in the US and played in the league over there uh, major league rugby did a stint in Italy and then started playing for the American national team so that's kind of my rugby career that's say eight years and uh, during COVID I just went kicking balls American footballs for fun I wasn't a great rugby player but I was always a pretty good kicker like that's what got me through my pro career in rugby because kicking was my asset so I knew that Um, no, no problems admitting that like that that's what I was good at and just went kicking balls in COVID during COVID, and that led me to um, really enjoying it because I had shoulder operations and in rugby again. I wasn't a great player. I didn't love tackling big fellas. I didn't love you know running hard lines and getting opened up on, in my ribs. Nah, didn't love that piece. I love kicking, um, so I got a chance to just kick. And then basically only in um, January of twenty one. So I'm only I'm not three years into this. Uh, pretty recent. That I decided to um leave leave rugby behind, leave my job behind, and just commit to trying to see if I could play American football as a kicker, and that took me on a bit of a journey. Then Uh, initially, I wanted to play in college because that's what you should do: play in college to get experience, build up your CV. Uh, Unfortunately, I was not able to play in college because I played professional rugby, and uh, long story short, I played in this league called the Spring League in the U.S. So. My first game was in the Indianapolis Cold Stadium, I think you know on live on Fox. With you know, it was it was cool. A lot of a lot of current NFL players were playing that day as teammates and against me, played in that league. And then I played in the European League. I'm actually kitted out in the entire outfit here. And I wasn't expecting to fully be on camera, but played in the European League. It's called the ELF. It's a new it's a new league that just started. I think two years ago. Played there, and then most recently I got to sign with the. Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Canadian Football League so that was a huge step up it's kind of like it's the one step below the NFL so played up there um, and all along that time playing the sport I kept realizing that Irish lads can do this Um, I'm doing this with like a year uh, or three months of real training and then started to play so Irish lads can do this and be good at this we just need to to start somewhere so that's kind of brought me home to introduce some guys to the opportunity that is out there
0: you're not giving yourself enough credit for obviously getting over to America to play rugby, you must have been somewhat good, but I suppose in case people are thinking oh well, yeah, I'll check out of this podcast it's not for me, I haven't played any level of rugby what level do you need to be at within your own kicking to kind of be taking advantage of this? Is it that you need to be your local free taker? Is it good enough to just love going up to the club and kicking points? Or is it a good penalty taker might transfer well into kicking?
1: Yeah, so initially um I was, you know, I'm kind of saying that you do need to be a quality kicker, whether it's of football, soccer, or rugby, and, and the level that you play at doesn't matter. So right now I have a lad from Leash. Uh, he's 21. Was a, you know, good, good Gaelic footballer, played full forward, but you know, wasn't going on to play like intercounty or anything like that. But a Really good club player, and he is a phenomenal kicker, a phenomenal kicker, and he's he, right now we're in talks with um you know, opening up some scholarship opportunities for him to get his master's in the U.S. So you don't need to have played a high level of sport, but you do need to be, you know, if, even if you're playing junior, whatever, C, Gaelic football, you, you do need the ability to kick a 45, for example. But so again, the good thing about kicking is you don't have to be an amazing athlete or play a high level. You just need to be good at that specific skill. And uh, from what I've picked up over the last, say, two months coaching here, there's a lot of lads who, You know, they didn't progress as far as you might have liked in their whatever the chosen sport is. But this can kind of give you a new lease of life or if you're not elite in your current sport. But you could be a very good kicker um, that this could give this could be a way into elite sports um, uh, using, you know, just kicking or punting.
0: And is there, you know, a specific age range? And I'm kind of thinking, is there is one sport better than the other? Are the rugby players better than the G.A. players? Are the soccer players the best of the bunch?
1: Uh, too too early to give a good answer on that, um, because like I've I was kicking just yesterday with the lad. He's twenty one, um, but he's playing for Mayo. You know, he plays inter county football for Mayo, so a highly talented Gaelic footballer. Um, but you know, he was very good. But then the the guy that I mentioned earlier played a much le- lower level. But you know, he was a class player in Gaelic football. Um, it's mostly Gaelic footballers so far. The few soccer lads I've worked with, um, they tend to drive the ball a bit lower because obviously they're used to kicking the ball into a goals, I guess. So uh, you're not kicking it as high, uh, but they're, like they're quality strikers of the ball. And then, um, yeah, rugby guys, uh, rugby's the most obvious sport to make the switch because you're kicking an oval shaped ball off the ground, uh, at least for the kicking component. So like, although the ball is different, at least it's the most familiar. So right now everyone's been pretty good and no sport has stood out as being the real obvious one. Um, everyone's been good, which is why I'm doing this because I, as I assumed would be the case, we, we grew up kicking the ball, whether it's soccer, Gaelic, rugby. Um, so we're good with our feet. Whereas the Americans grew up baseball, basketball, American football, they're good up here with their hands. So it's you know, it's natural that, you know, we can make good impact with this in the sport of American football with our feet.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. I kind of think if we, as Irish people, only ever focused on one sport, how good could our international men's soccer team be for instance? Because, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of talent out there divided oh, yeah. up between the different sports. But I suppose two lads that did take part in this with you in back in August was Galway's Shane Walsh and Shane, or Sean O'Shea from Kerry, and they took to it like ducks to water, really. Um, what was their kind of feedback? And are they kind of good examples of how quick you can kind of like in the space of 30 minutes, you start kicking an oval shaped ball and you're sticking points.
1: Yeah. I mean, the two lads, the two lads were fast and very good. They, they really enjoyed it. They, I think the biggest kind of area where they struggled, where I struggled with my switch and everyone I coach struggles is uh, trying to, trying to take your, take the kick within two and a half steps. Cause that's all you have, you know, so your distance and your angle from the ball, you're, you're extremely close. I think Sean was taking, I think he took like nine steps in Gaelic football, you know, back from the ball. So obviously you can build a lot of momentum into the kick, whereas in American football, you have two and a half steps. So I think that's the biggest kind of where people struggle to, to get comfortable with that tempo into the ball. But the, as I say to everyone, I go, like, we can learn that. That bit's easy. Um, I, I, I was the same. I was in my apartment in Boston at the time, just walking around, practicing, you know, two and a half steps, that kind of tempo. And I, like that's the easy bit the hard bit is your foot to ball contact and making it go where it needs to go but that's the bit we have so you know like that gives me you know the, the bit that's hard for the americans easy for us and the bits we need to fix can you fix just with time like just sorting your two and a half steps so uh yeah look the everyone that's been got involved has been has been really good and that's why i'm so excited for the american coach coming over like, he works with like young way ku and a lot of the nfl guys and I'm excited for him coming over just to see these Irish lads who, you know, just raw as raw as can be. But I know well he's going to be impressed because at the end of the day, lads, you know, we're used to banging we're used to banging the ball high between posts. Like that's what we grew up doing is rugby and gaelic, at least. So uh yeah, I I'm excited to see how how lads are gonna go at the weekend and you know, long term the impact impact is gonna be made with
0: this. Yeah, there was, RT did something with Aidan O'Shea from AO oh. a few years back, right, and it did show that between, I don't know how long the show was recorded over, it was a couple of weeks, and they were genuinely impressed by the end of it, thinking, yeah, we have all the physical traits and the talent, it's just about learning these kind of steps, so what does that mean for, say, Sunday's event, which is going, in BlackRock College, we'll give you more details in a minute, but if you want to be, you know, listening to this and jumping on to tightleader.com to kind of read some more of the details, but what can you kind of expect from this weekend? Because in short, it's a kicking camp, but it goes way more than that. Like you're saying, you have Brendan Cald who works with Youngway Koo coming over, and then you have another guy come from Harvard coming over. What are they, what are you trying to achieve this weekend?
1: Yeah, so like the Aiden O'Shea example, Joe, he, he was training with the guards, uh, an NFL team, and what I learned in my career is in order to make a good fist to this, you have to play in college. And there's obviously way more. There's only 32 NFL teams, whereas there's you know, hundreds of college teams. So what I've kind of figured out quickly was that you know this is a way for lads to to use their kicking ability in whatever sport they're coming from to get their undergrad or master's degree paid for uh so academically do that then athletically you know college football is just massive so you're gonna go on to have phenomenal experiences there. So with this event it's about trying to open up eyes to what it can be. So the Kenneth who's coming over from Harvard, um he is going to be kind of giving a presentation around college in America and what that looks like and also just a lot of the differences and the admissions process because no matter how good you are kicking, if you can if you can't get into college or at some level, it's going to be hard to help you. So I, I'm not, I'm not trying to sell some of the dream here. That they're going to go to the NFL. That's highly unlikely. But I think I can get you to college, and you, you can get your degree or your master's degree. So Ken is going to explain what that is and how, what that looks like, and then Brendan is going to um as I said he r- works with long snappers, kickers, and punters. Uh, he's going to explain maybe the the world of kicking and punting in college and what that looks like in terms of. The levels you need to be at to be seriously considered for a scholarship, and uh, he's going to lead the on-field session. And then Peter, Peter Hughes, he's in the high-performance department of Ulster Rugby, and he's the head of the Derry GAA High Performance. Uh, he reached out to me on LinkedIn maybe a month ago and sent me this some of the stuff he did through his thesis or his PhD, I believe, uh, around the skeleton. Uh, the skeleton you get to see the skeleton and how it best moves to be the most efficient kicker whether that's rugby gaelic american football soccer doesn't matter so he reached out to me and within 30 seconds of talking to him was like this lad's phenomenal like this is so interesting so he's also going to be involved now in the day as well that so guys can understand the mechanics of kicking so basically we're experts in the the academic the on pitch and then the sports science side of things i'm just going to facilitate i'm going to let these lads do their thing because it's it's class and i'm trying to create things that i'm I would, I love, and I wish were available to me. That's kind of a lot of how I'm, you know, trying to put things together, or what people would want. So that's, I hope I'm not too dissimilar to the current Irish eighteen to twenty eight year old in terms of what they want. But that's kind of how I'm trying to build things. If that if that makes sense,
0: it's yeah, phenomenal sounding. It's a free event. You can For check like yeah. out at Tig Leader on Twitter if you want more information. But I suppose when you're describing it now, like it sounds like insanely beneficial but it's way more than just watching lads kicking points it's both information and is there going to be an element of seeing how serious lads can take this
1: yeah so once once we do the the first hours inside and then once we get out on the pitch the plan is you know 80 percent of the lads there won't have kicked the ball before american football before a lot of lads are signing up um so they're going to be raw but it's just the idea to kind of show to this American coach coming over to kind of show the raw talent that exists here. And then I'm hoping by him seeing that, you know, he will become an advocate and like continue to work with me and these Irish lads. Cause at the end of the day, he's going to be a critical component to placing the guys in college in America. So it's, it's kind of a way to show him like, Hey, like I'm not just telling you these guys are good. Like come see it yourself. And uh, so that's that's the idea behind that. So guys will get to kick and then get to chat with him and chat with the other guys after. And if people are a, a, you have to be good enough. If you're not good enough, I can try and coach you to be better. But you you have to be pretty talented to make this happen because it's a very competitive space. Uh, to get a full scholarship, you know they don't hand those out willy nilly. You have you know you have to be able to show you're really good. And we can't show a high school career. You know we just have to show a like, lag kicking the ball in Ireland. So we have to be that much better. Um, but if they can find the right guys, who they, they're out there, um, and then if they want to commit to doing this, then obviously the plan is that there's going to be a proper training program in place for them to to basically set them up to actually achieve to get the full scholarship to then go do it. And right now, there's over a hundred Australian punters uh, in college football, and like eight or nine in the NFL, and they are all. For like I'd say 90% of those lads including some Irish lads who've moved to Australia to get trained by these guys you know they're all AFL players so similar to getting football rugby and they made this switch so like you know guys we've, we've seen it already works in um with the guys the Aussies coming over so there's absolutely no reason we have this ball striking ability from our upbringing so there's absolutely no reason at all why this won't work and thankfully I've connected myself with people who are extremely good at what they do so it just adds more value you know
0: Yeah, I'm really glad you bring up the Australians because it's a good point. You had David Shannon from Kerry do it a couple of years ago. Well, he did it over the space of what, probably more than a couple of years, but he ended up in Georgia Tech. And I loved his story at the time of reading it, what, 2020, I must have read it. And it was that he said that he had an interest in American football, went to the local GA club on really windy days, got up early to do it, and would just punt them balls. And he had a friend of his that would kick them back to him. And it was just that passion brought him to Australia. I think Ben Kernan from Stillorgan did the same yeah. thing. And those two Irish lads, um, David Shannon ended up with Georgia Tech, which obviously is a massive university. Ben Kernan ended up in the university North of North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it shows like the two lads that went over and did in Australia, they did end up going. Like we, we have that genuine talent. Michael Dixon, I think is one of the NFL yeah. punters who's from Australia. So it's like, there is a genuine like it's it's not any fairy tale here it's genuine there's lads doing it so i guess when you think about australia they have i think it's called pro kick
1: pro kick australia yeah yeah
0: is is this um i mean we we could do it over here is after say sunday's event is the idea to follow on from that and you're going to start being able to coach it's not just a one and done on sunday right
1: no, no. This is the start of something bigger that's going to be really impactful and lasting. And yeah, like again, the, the Australian guys have done a phenomenal job, and there's, there's other people kind of doing it in Europe, but the Aussies have picked up on the back of the AFL, and they started with a guy who had a very similar journey, from my understanding to mine. Um. So yeah, look, look, like the, it's it's not some fairy tale thing at all. Like it's it's real. It's um. We already have one Irish guy who I've been kicking with for maybe. Five to six weeks now, um, and already there's a bit of interest. So it, it, this thing takes months, but you have to start the recruitment cycle. You know, almost a year to nine months before going. You know, so that's just how the recruitment cycle, cycle in America works. But, um, no, like this, the, yeah, this is not some fairy tale thing. If it was a fairy tale thing, I, I probably I, fortunately got some interest from teams myself. And like I ran the event back in um August in the Aviva with the, the Aer Lingus um Aer Lingus game. And personally, like there's, it brought me so much like joy and happiness to see young Irish lads go out on the pitch in front of everyone there and kick and perform. And then also after, when they, their families came around and they got to meet their families and stuff. I remember the saying to my girlfriend after I was like, "Wow, like I, I don't know, I, I got more like almost on the verge of tears or proud." Even talking about it now, like it was really cool to see that and be part of that and to help people do that. So I was kind of like, whoa, this is. I think this is what I'm going to do in my life." um and really nice to find that so look this is not a fairy tale thing i wouldn't be wasting my time or your time like irish lads can do this uh it's now happening in ireland you don't have to go to the side of the world to do it it's here and um, we have the right connections and right people so it's it's going to be a game changer i truly believe that and it's it'd take time to take patience but um yeah it's it honestly it's so bloody exciting
0: i was at the american football classic in dublin that day and i was blown away like genuinely now i thought that you know they, if they make it to the 20 yard line i thought they were just going to sky the thing and yeah. everyone like ooh and all they're like jesus I was, I was you know they really were 45 get, yards yeah serious distance on it like uh, and no cheating no you know pump, pump the stats or anything it was genuine cakes. Yeah. but um i will ask you as we start to wind this up I saw a tweet from yours earlier on saying the most frustrating thing was kind of getting the message out there. If you could tell if one standalone, I suppose takeaway from this podcast from you, what would it be? Is it just get involved and take this serious?
1: Don't even take it serious. Just it's free. Just come down, kick balls, like have the crack with it. Full stop. If you're good, great. If you're not fine, you'll still learn something. But um, yeah, that like that's really it. Like, we all do as our mates anyway. So just be curious, explore something, something different. Again, there's no cost to it. Like nothing, as I'm saying, there's nothing to lose and everything to gain. So like, just, just get, get involved. And then if you're good and you like it, okay, we'll progress. If you don't grant, you're still going to enjoy kicking the ball. Everyone I've worked with, even who hasn't been interested in doing this more, everyone said, oh, I was good crack though. It's good crack. And I learned something different. So like, I don't know, I need to learn how to sell better because in my head I'm like, it's a no-bloody-brainer, right? But, Sherlock, I'm trying.
0: I was never much of anything, really. I know my background was (laughs) GA and hurling, but you have me wondering should I pull out the boots for the first time in 10 years?
1: (laughs) 10 a.m. Sunday. And actually, just a small point on that, though, and a good thing about this is that, like, you can be, like, 27, 28, and and do this and, and go play in college. So you might be someone that, maybe hasn't gone to college for whatever reason, or maybe has, but they want to get their masters. Like there's not an age. That, ah, okay. I'll say 28, 20, 29, I'd say you're probably getting to the end of it. The Australians are the same guys over in the thirties to college. So, the, so just so people understand, this is not for a 16 to an 18 year old, you know, this can literally go into your late twenties. Um, So I think that's an important point for me to make as well. So like the, the it's, it's college in America. So different. It's not like here. Uh, there's so many differences. So, I guess I'm just trying to educate people on that. And um, yeah, so make sure people understand that you don't have to be an 18 year old coming out of secondary school to do this.
0: My availability will be subject to a nice wind kicking off on Sunday morning. And will decide if I'm <laughs> there. Uh, so, look, the event is on Sunday in Blackrock in Dublin, Blackrock College in Dublin. Anyone interested can check out Tig on Twitter at Teague Leader, and the website yeah. is leaderkicking.com. You do need to sign up in advance, but you have it made so simple to do so so uh, yeah all the best to everyone going to that
1: yeah and thanks very much and just um i guess the the, the reason we can make this expert event free you know the like uh, Elvery's um Erlingus, is classic and, and black rock have been v- very helpful in in uh accommodating those and supporting this so um and we make sure i give them a shout out because trust me if we didn't have the support of these people Uh, you know, this wouldn't be feasible or you'd be charging an arm and a leg. So yeah, I'm just trying to, I hope people recognize that and um, recognize how unique this is, how unique this is and it never happened before. It might not happen again. Um, So get involved now when you have many of the opportunities there in front of you.